So my guest today, Madison Hildebrand, is obviously for those of you guys that love, love the Bravo TV shows, Bravo Million Dollar Listing, as much as I do, you're going to love this episode. I was so excited to meet him because I just love his energy and his vibe and his smile. And I have to tell you guys, it was even a million times nicer than I expected. And my favorite thing in the world about doing Cat on the Loose is that as you guys that follow the other episodes know, and for those of you who are new here don't know, it's an organic podcast. What does that mean? It's not a canned studio podcast. I'm not very, very rarely in a studio. I don't script the show. I have no idea exactly what I'm going to ask, what we're going to talk about. I have, I have vaguely an idea in my mind of the questions, but it's a very, very organic conversation with the guest. And it's 100% never edited. And when the guest invites me into their home, I feel insanely honored because remember, obviously these people don't know me. They see my work, they hear the other episodes, but when they say, yes, come on over, I'm like, wow, this is incredible. And it has happened a few times. I did the same thing with Brooke Burke a few months ago. She invited me to spend the whole day at her gorgeous, gorgeous Malibu estate. And now Madison, when I invited him to the interview, he was the coolest guy in the world. He was like, yes, absolutely, let's do it. And then he said, hey, come on over to my house. He lives in a gorgeous, gorgeous house in Malibu. Incredible, incredible, incredible view. He's remodeling this home. He's done it so many times. He's the most famous Malibu real estate agent. And as you guys know, he's been... 10 seasons in the million dollar listing. And to me, he was the most fun guy there. I really love his vibe. And Madison is an all around so, so nice and real person. So I had a wonderful time. I crammed into this 45 minutes as many questions I could possibly ask him. And we really had a great time doing it. I hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure you go to my Instagram, Cat Zamuto and Real Cat on the Loose. Go to YouTube, check out my social media channels to see the videos. Because like I said, his smile and his energy is just so, so awesome, so contagious. He's just a super fun, real nice person to be around. I had a great time and I really hope you guys enjoy listening to it as much as I did doing it for you. And I decided to do the entire interview with Madison without any interruptions because we did not have a lot of time and I had so many questions I wanted to ask him. And thanks to Privé LA, I was able to do it because they are kindly, kindly sponsoring the entire episode. Privé LA is one of the top luxury concierge companies in the world. If you want to go on vacation, they take care of all the hotel reservations for you, all recommendations, hard to get restaurants. If you guys want to know anything about Beverly Hills, anything about Malibu, sports events like the Formula One Grand Prix in Las Vegas now in October, Super Bowl, anything you guys dream of doing and you don't know how to have access to, reach out to Privileela Luxury Concierge and tell them I send you. They're fantastic. Thank you so much for letting me do this episode with Madison. Commercial free for you guys. 
Okay, so I am very excited because I'm actually in Malibu and I told you it's such an honor because you invited me into your home, Madison Hildebrand. Thanks for doing Cat on the Loose. Thank you. I feel like <laughs> excited. We I am, have some fun. Yes, let's have some fun. As you know, it's very organic. It's like a, a natural conversation. We don't edit. We don't script. And... I was telling Mojde, is my best friend, she's here behind the scenes, her company, Privé Luxury Concierge Services, is a huge sponsor of my podcast, so I'm very grateful. And when a guest invites me to come into their house, I feel very humble and honored, because it's not like we're in a studio, we didn't pre-plan, and you're like, come in, and I love showing people, and you're letting us do videos, Go to uh, they're going to go to my Instagram, check it out. I love showing people how we really live, how we really interact. Yeah, I think it's part of, if you want to get to know the person yes there's no better way than getting to know them especially while you're in the construction yes so gorgeous house gorgeous day in malibu are you ready to rock and roll because i have a million questions let's go let's by the go. way i want to say for the record yes. since i left the show i yes. have not done any pr wow Really? At all. I just went dormant. COVID obviously happened. Yes. And I just literally was like, thank you, COVID. Sorry for the world. <laughs> yes. But in my own selfish way, it was like, whew. And here Time we are. Time out. I feel even more yeah. honored. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you for the great. exclusive. So the first burning question, why did you leave? Because to me, and I'm, I swear to God, I'm not going <laughs> to kiss your eyes, but it, that's how I feel. You are the most fun show because every time you show up like you know because all the cadence we're going to talk about everything but like your smile you're always like <laughs> even when they were mad at you whatever you're like you open this huge smile and you kind of make fun of the situation so when you left i'm like okay that's it i'm done i don't even want to talk about the people that replaced you because i don't want to be mean but i was like boring where's my medicine why did you leave i know so, you know i left twice I officially left season six. That was when I emotionally quit. Right. And then they had the reaction, I guess, like you are having, <laughs> yes. the fans had an attack and thank you fans by popular demand. They asked me to come back. Oh shit. I forgot to turn on the, the recording the video. Okay. All good. All good. <laughs> Um, by popular demand, they, you know, we we set terms to come back. So yeah. I did another s seven, eight, nine, ten. I made a cameo season seven, came back. Eight, yeah, you nine, became. Ten. I remember you were more like cameo-ish. You weren't there all the time. Yeah, because they were. Once I came back, they had obviously found my replacements, and then they were mm -hmm. kind of had to butterfly the characters and crossbreed and yeah. feather me out, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But, it, you know, it, honestly, my soul had enough. Oh, yeah? It, you were, like, tired of it? First of all, I never, ever thought I was going to get into a reality docu-series, which is my real career, not just here for shits and giggles, mm -hmm. right? It's, it is reality, but it's also my career. Yeah. So, yeah, sure. I got into it. Let's do this. How fun. What a platform. Season one. Okay, Whoa, so how did you get two? into it? They came and invited you? So the owners of, that produced the show, that um, Randy and Fenton, World of Wonder, mm -hmm. they were casting and so they literally opened up the homesland magazine mm -hmm. in malibu and mm -hmm. looked for realtors that uh -huh. 
would be camera TV personalities. Right, right. And they saw my baby face <laughs> at 26. Big blue eyes. None of this mustache, <laughs> gotilla. None of this was here. I had fake glasses and looked like I was a pubescent teenager at a Mormon school. No, come on. Let's face it. You have a great TV face because you're super good looking. You have, like like I said, the huge smile, the blue eyes, the Malibu face, right? I had my license for six months. <laughs> wow. And they were like, camera's oh up. And I'm like, here we go. Let's fake, do fake this. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> now, okay, so so we, you left because you, you got burned out. When you started the show, yes. did you think it was going to be that catty? It was going to be like that tough? So did they tell you? No one knew because we went into the show. It was very dry. It was real estate. Mm -hmm. It was, let's follow the formula in the transaction. Yeah. I was like, I'm good with this. It's not really the Osborne family or real world, you know, like where you saw the, the loins of their family <laughs> right. too much sometimes. I was like, this is a little bit in between. Yeah. My family, first of all, hated the fact that I was on reality Really? TV. But I went into it going, let's do this. Uh, it's kind of a business platform. And then it became very intertwined. Mm -hmm. and the drama escalated naturally but also Brava's formula became drama 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 yeah and once they realized that that's what their network was about uh-huh I was already in on the pony show at that right. point but so that's the the interesting thing is that I'll, at least in my opinion as an outsider tell me if you agree like some of of the guys on the show they take it super seriously. Yes. And this is why I said, so I love you. And then you walk in, even if they're like pissed off, you're like, ah, <laughs> like making fun. And then they get more pissed off. That, that, that's why it was so funny. <laughs> exactly. You took it like, I felt like you, you didn't give a fuck, honestly. That's how I felt. You're like, okay, I'm I mean, going to make I'm fun of the situation. This Malibu life dream. <laughs> right. I wake up every day here. They have to put suits and ties on. They right. take their job, first of all, way too seriously, yeah. even if there wasn't a camera. <laughs> Second of all, like, live a little, have a little fun. Third of all, they came into the show when the show was already successful. So, what I call desperate people do desperate things. Mm hmm. You give, True. you know, a rat, <laughs> you don't feed it for a week and you give it the worst option to eat, it's going to eat it. Right, right. You know, right. even cannibalistic, if you will. Yes. So desperate people do desperate things. You yes. throw those ingredients in and you bring some new characters onto a show. That's yeah. why the Housewives formula works so well. Oh my God. No. And I cringe yes. when I watch it as a woman because I love them. But when I see the way they behave towards each other and they're so catty and so nasty, I'm like, oh my God, please don't that, do that. That yes. camera on them, they yeah. need to make an entrance. And yeah. that's what happens when this show was p figuring yeah. out. Totally. When the show was figuring out what it was becoming. And we yeah. all grew into the reality TV scenario. Yes. Like there wasn't a whole lot of. I know. Yeah. Now, did you know the other guys when you started or not at all? I did not know. Altman at all. I knew of Flag. Of Flag. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So you guys literally... Okay, I will tell you. 
I will look at Mosh this time. I will tell you now because you invited me to your house and yes. I feel so honored and the first PR in a long time. I never told anybody this before, but I will tell okay. you here on camera. I, I invited, I interviewed Tracy, uh -huh. which I really love. I, yes. She's like such a killer professional, kick ass chick. It was incredible. She, is, yes. she was one of the nicest guests I ever had. I interviewed her. After I interviewed her, I was like, oh, I'm gonna invite Josh. Be all the Joshes, uh, Josh and I want to talk about uh -huh. uh, about uh, Heather. Yeah. Oh yeah. Josh uh, Altman. They never. They didn't even respond. Josh and, and Heather. Josh Flag had his assistant call me and tell me, "Of course, we're so honored to be on the show." Blah 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 blah. And then when we went to book the date, it's like, okay, it's five thousand dollars. And this was like a year ago. <laughs> I'm like, my podcast is so tiny. You don't understand it. Why are you doing this? And I was so heartbroken. And he was in the office behind the assistant. Oh. And then he's like, tell her I'll do it for a thousand. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I'm no. like, you know what? Your grandma Edith would be embarrassed if she was alive that you're doing this to a woman. It's that, and like he, <laughs> oh my God. So I was like, no, thank you. I really want to have you because I want to ask about the drama. But honestly, you know, even if I was making like millions of dollars on the show, you know, that's a, that's shady behavior. I agree, you and I put say it out yes, there. And then right before <laughs> you you throw in, right. So that's my story with Josh. But let's talk about Heather. <laughs> Heather yeah. was your assistant. Yes. The people that are like diehard fans of the show, yes, know that. Yes. And then, can you tell us a little bit the story? Because she met Josh and they started dating. And didn't you I guys have some... Them. Oh, you introduced them. And in all honesty, I literally did not know Josh Altman beforehand. Mm -hmm. I immediately smelled douchebag when I met him. <laughs> he just oh has God. that air about him. It is what it is. Call is spade he, a spade. Is he He's a douchebag? I never met him in person. I cannot, oh my is he? God, I, I, lived, I went to high school in Connecticut. You have like Long Island, New Jersey, Connecticut, yeah. New York. You yeah. can peg, any, is going like you that can peg any one of those, right? <laughs> like you know exactly where they're from. Yeah. And there's no harm, no foul. Just call it what it is. He'd say whatever he thinks of me, a fluffy Malibu Ken Barbie. Oh, great. Thanks. <laughs> but it is what it is. So he is douchey. He, so why did you introduce? Did you so think he was a good him, match for Heather? She, no. Love Vegas. But we all know Vegas. She was born and raised in Vegas. Oh, I didn't know that. She likes that flash cash and douchey vibe. And so when I met him, I literally was like, Oh my gosh. Now I'm going to put my own foot in my mouth because this is the part that never really made television because it was too long of a story and nobody else was getting involved and this happened and I protected Heather. I loved Heather. Yeah, I Let's think not you get did. that yeah. wrong. Okay, I think you first did. of all. She was your assistant, right? She wasn't a real estate agent at first, This right? is where it gets really personal. She was not a real estate agent. She was a real estate agent beforehand, but she had not had a business in LA. So... I, she and I wanted to form a team and build out a larger team. She wanted to not commute to Malibu anymore and she wanted to go into town and we mm -hmm. were going to start this new branch and she was going to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. But behind the scenes, she was very single and looking for a boyfriend. Little did I know. <laughs> <laughs> she was showing up to work on time 
actually early, <laughs> all of a sudden for a couple months. And I started to realize she had this little glow and she was like perky and she's on time, like no traffic today, huh? What's going on? She was dating my brother. Really? <laughs> This is the stuff the show should have showed, huh? Oh my god! You have to have all willing participants. Yes. So they didn't want to no, be. Oh. You know, she at this point was <clears throat> engaged to oh, wow. Josh, and my brother. She went home with my family for Christmas. Really? Like in Park City? Like she was. My dad loved her. My mom loved yeah, her. Yeah, I was gonna say your parents did appear and on the show. Your whole family, and yeah. I thought, wow, what a nice loving, supporting family. I thought that was absolutely adorable. That was another thing that I really loved about you. Yeah. It was like your family. They were like the sweetest people in the world. They are. They're amazing. And I'm so blessed and grateful to have that in my life, yeah. you know, and she lost her father. So, you know, my dad doesn't have a girl and there was three boys. And so this was like a perfect story. Like my assistant, my older brother, all of, and he's not a douchebag. Uh, that's where I put my foot in my mouth. <laughs> so I... Is he going to be mad at you that you're telling the story? No, because I actually did... We did film this, oh, but okay. it just didn't... It, they couldn't figure out, I think, okay. how to put it on camera. Got it. Because my brother, at that point, wanted to go back on camera. I wasn't really ever trying to call Heather out. Uh-huh. You know? Like, the, she just did me dirty. And but, okay, so what did... You, so she, you introduced her to Josh. I introduced her to Josh, my brother and her relationship. That was dissolved. It yeah. ended fine. My, I called my grandma. I said, Graham, what do I do? Like, you know, she's now... My brother lives two doors down from me. Really? My office is in a stone's throw. Oh. So I was like, this could get messy so fast. She goes, well, just remember two things. Pillow talk goes a lot further than a paycheck. Oh. I was like, Ooh. I was like, but she goes, but blood's thicker than water. Yeah. I go, so yeah. My brother's got my back. She goes, just make sure she doesn't do him dirty because mm -hmm. then she loses her job. Right. And I was like, of course. Like, you can't fuck over a family member. Are we allowed to cuss on your podcast? Uh, no. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it's about sex, dating, relationships. Okay. One million percent. You can take your clothes off. You, <laughs> you can do anything you want. It's your house. Spice it up. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And that... Where was I? <laughs> so, yeah, no, you said she did you dirty. <laughs> so, my, yeah, my blood thicker than water. And, yeah. and so the relationship ended fine. And it was great. So yeah. it was time for everyone to move on. That's great. And she, I introduced her to Josh. Literally, I saw the Cupid sparkles happen on air, on TV, at that open house. Right. And I was like, oh, my God. And then they talked all night. Cameras up or down. I was like, there's a, there's a thing. Yeah. So I was happy for her. Right. But when she started sneaking around my back, Aww. which they didn't really play up very much because there was so much obviously behind There was the a little bit about there was. it on the show, yeah. like the tension between you guys. And then she left, right? To go work. Yeah. And they wanted Josh. to draw that out as long as possible. So I understand from a TV point of view. And as a viewer, you got a dose of it, but... I felt like my hands were tied because I wasn't going to call her out. I wasn't saying how personal it all was. Mm -hmm. um, but I do remember, like, you guys were super tight. 
Yeah. Oh, I definitely was emotional. Yeah. I was very emotional when I was fighting or talking with her. Was it ever resolved? Like, are you guys friends at all? We did resolve. Yeah, we did. So nowadays everything is nice and smooth? I have no animosity. Mm -hmm. Actually, just because I think he's a douchebag doesn't mean I dislike (laughs) him. (laughs) Well, they apparently Um, are very happy. They had kids and all that good stuff. Yeah, and good. I'm happy for that. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Now, okay, so flipping the head out, so many people said they wanted me to talk about Heather. Here you go, guys. I talked about Heather. Now, <laughs> flipping the page. Is it like, because on the show, because you're in Malibu and, and the other agents are in Beverly Hills, and sometimes like they would feel like you were crossing the border, so to speak, and like, oh, you, why are you here? What are you doing here? Is this like that in real life? Like if you're a Malibu agent, you shouldn't be showing house in Beverly Hills and vice versa. Are you guys territorial like that in real life or not? I mean, are cats territorial? Uh, yes. <laughs> a so, little bit, a little yeah, bit. You know, you have your you have your perimeters, you have your comfort yeah. zone. And when you feel like a real threat, yeah. if someone's a real threat or their competition and they're coming into your territory, sure, your hair on the back of your neck is going to raise. Can you do anything about it? No. Can you make good or be an asshole about it? Sure. <laughs> right. So there is no invisible, there is an invisible line, <laughs> but there is no rule to the book. There's no rule. So yeah. So no. if you have a buyer that says, I want to see a house in Malibu and I want to see a house in Beverly Hills, obviously yes. you can go to Beverly Hills and show your buyer house in Beverly Hills. Correct. And it's a nasty thing to say or do when you're in front of your client. If you're in, I'm in Beverly Hills or they're in Malibu and I'm like, oh, you're out of your territory representing your client out here in Malibu. Right. That's a shady thing to do. I agree. Right? Yeah. But that's Cause the, the client kind of- shouldn't care about that. Right. I truly believe one of the most important things we learn as we're getting older is how important it is to put ourselves first and really invest time in taking care of our bodies, mind, soul, and of course, our health, which is our most precious asset. So women everywhere, this message is for you because my brand new sponsor, Winona, W-I-N-O-N-A, is here to help all of us out there who are dealing with menopause and perimenopause. Winona is a collection of OBGYN health professionals who believe that your symptoms are important, real, and deserve to be taken seriously. Winona is the home for physician-prescribed bioidentical hormone replacement therapy with an easy-to-use network of doctors based out of your state who can make getting started with hormonal replacement therapy a breeze. Winona's bioidentical hormone replacement therapy is made from plant-based hormones rather than synthetic, which is something so important to me and I know to so many of you out there. So it aligns with your body's natural rhythm to offer relief from hot flashes, weight gain, and other uncomfortable symptoms that so many of us have felt before. 80% of women who use Winona find relief within just 90 days. How great is that? Visit buywinona.com today to start your free visit. With free U.S. shipping and the ability to pause or cancel any time, your path to wellness has zero obligations. Make sure you use code CAT, K-A-T, at buywinona.com for 25% off your first order. 
Winona menopause and perimenopause care made easy. We love that. Well, they should. They want to make sure you know what you're doing in that area. Yeah. There's different geology issues. There's different, yeah. you know, all the stuff you get when you live in a, a neighborhood or a, a zip code. Yeah, totally. So you can't be an expert everywhere. So, but why do you think, do you think they were playing it a little extra for the show? Or really, they were they felt threatened by you? or they, Because I really felt like sometimes, you know, it was more like on you. Like, what is he doing here? Why is he here? You yeah, know, oh, really Madison, like do you think it was for the show, like upping the drama on the show? I really think that they were threatened and for the show also, but I, I really felt it was personal. Like I was outside of my territory right. and there. It was something personal about you. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, is this your personality? Like if somebody gets mad at you or something, like you do. The, guys, please, I'm begging you, go to my social media and look at the videos because his smile is like, lights up the city of Las Vegas. <laughs> In person, it's even bigger than on TV. Oh. And that's what you do also when people come offend you. It's like, I, I, and I do the same and I think it's funny, like you try, you have to try to make light of the situation. Yeah. And I think it just made them more irritated. It probably does. And it's not just, it's not like a self-defense tactic. It's like, <laughs> I've actually seen how frustrated they are because I'm not. You and don't care. <laughs> I'm like, guys, like, like, this is, I don't fight with adults in my job for fun. Like, right. this is not a game. Like, yeah. if I was a professional boxer i won the state oh, champions really? oh, in wow. texas in golden glove i'm also second in the state champion wrestler like if you want to fight there's a game for that and it's a profession <laughs> let's go train and let's throw it down i'm not gonna and there's a debate team if you want to sit here and have a pissing match sure let's do that totally you want to have a sword fight i'm gay i'm gonna win that one I love it. I love your attitude and I really miss it. Now, I want to talk about another episode that I know was highly rated. It was all over the social media. Na, 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 na. And I thought you brought up and very brave of you. Maybe you don't think so, but unfortunately, it's a subject that is taboo for so many people. Oh, sure. When you, well, there was one episode. I honestly don't remember the details if the girl was your girlfriend, if you guys were dating. But oh, you, yes. you came out and you said, you know what? I'm polyamorous. Yes. I'm that happy. word was all over the news, was all over the internet, was all over social media. People were arguing about the meaning of it. And I remember oh watching that episode. Obviously, you know, growing oh. up in California, I have a million friends that are gay, that are bad, that are polite. So to me, I don't give a fuck who people sleep with. I think you can need to be happy. You're not hurting anyone, first exactly, of all. Exactly. But, I, but I, I was amazed. Like, well, he was brave enough because this is a real estate show. Yeah. You know, and a lot of, like you said, a lot of macho guys, all the viewers and everything. And you, you put it out. And like you said, this, that has nothing to do with real estate. That was a big personal part of your life, like very personal. Yeah. How, like, did you make the decision, like, to say that on your own? Did you have repercussions? Oh, I love that you touched on this. And this is why I felt drawn to doing your show, honestly. You. When I watched some of your interviews and, like, read about it, I was like, you... Like, I related to how you approach and understand life and people and real things. And it's not just about the drama and the shits and giggles. Like, this is my life. Yeah, and I yeah. am exposing myself. And I think this is why I was laughing a lot of times or having that smirk on my face. Because in the bigger picture, 
None of this was about my fame, my career, or the money. I knew going into the show after season one that I was still in the closet, still straight. I had a girlfriend who was on the show with me that I just reconnected with. After 14 years, she reached out to me. She That was amazing. Just about two weeks ago. That's great. um, I haven't seen her yet, but she... Yeah, she called me. She says, I want to have some fun. I have three girls and I'm married and I miss you. I'm like, why do bitches always call me when they want to have fun? <laughs> because you're fun. I was like, let's hang out. No. So really on the topic is that for me, I was terrified after season one when there was actually just real estate. There were 12 of us. There wasn't anything about anyone's personal life mm-hmm. I was afraid that I was going to get called out in front of my family oh, really? and my friends oh, by my someone God. that saw me on TV that hooked up with me Oh wow! that was going to want to expose me so I had to wait I didn't even know there was going to be season 2 but when they called and said hey we want you back and we're going to bring two other guys one from Beverly Hills one from Hollywood and I was like wow this is getting personal I was like I better come up with what the hell I'm going to do with my sexuality. i got to face this. So inside, I still had this girlfriend, Lauren. I came out to my family and friends before airing anything. But I decided consciously that I was going to drag this over a three-season part. And I was going to be young and successful. I was going to be me. And I was going to take my sexuality along for the ride. Which was exactly my transition of what am I doing with my sexuality? Because in reality, I was 26 and I hadn't come out yet. I was okay. raised Mormon, so I had yeah. a fat-ass elephant sitting on me, holding me down. Yeah. I never even knew what the word gay was all my life. I knew I got called a faggot, and I knew that that was something that hurt me, but I didn't know... That gay was mean means you could have a relationship and be in love and have sex and all the fulfillment you could have with a man or right. anyone you want. So for me, it was like, okay, I have this platform and my vocation, at least for now, is going to be for anyone else that's in a position of ambiguity or confusion that you can do whatever you want, you can be whoever you want, you can say whatever title you want to give yourself. I love it, yeah. And it was so hard what I said polyamorous because I thought that was going to be a neutral, better than bisexual, because bisexual kind of hit me the wrong way. I didn't know like what that actually meant But it was such either. a sweet, loving word. Right. And the way you said it and everything... And I, I, I can only imagine... Because we go through things in life in private, right? Uh-huh. If you're not on TV... And it's tough. Yeah. Going through anything. Who you sleep with, break up, da da da. But I imagine like having the ball, sorry, but having the courage to put it all out there. Like you said, you know, obviously you're helping thousands and thousands and thousands of people watching. And that was that was the martyr in me. That was why I was like, okay, at the (laughs) end of the day, this will pay off more ways than one. And it did, right? Even the polyamorous group actually sent me hate mail. They did? You Why? You are not polyamorous. Why? Because I was not, <laughs> according to their definition, by definition, a polyamorous individual. Oh my God. Because you have to be in love 
with multiple people and having like, carry on relationships with those people at the same time. That's not true. I know. I, these are great. It should be whatever it is for you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I was like, fuck off, everybody. <gasps> Just let me fuck around. And I'll figure <laughs> it out. Let me do whatever I want. Yeah. I was like, this was hard. So then after that airs, I'm already 10 months ahead of schedule, but it takes 10 months to film a season. Yeah. So I had to live in this frozen state oh for 10 God. months while it airs for three months and I have to relive something I just moved through. Yeah. Emotionally, in person, with my boss, with all my colleagues, with my family, with oh everybody. I just went through it all and now I'm doing it with the public. Ooh. Like, Breaking the ice open and thawing out again. It's like, oh, but this your is family vulnerable. was very supportive, right? They were very supportive, but also not super appreciative or maybe concerned or whatever. Like, why are you doing this to us? <laughs> <laughs> why are you putting our lives on TV? Why? Why do you have to go so public? <laughs> I was like, you know what? It's, it's sorry. You guys are gonna grow from this too. But do you think? I mean, obviously, I don't know your parents, but to me, a huge show of support is putting their faces on TV. Yeah, and that like you filmed in their, you filmed in in Utah in the their home, yeah. right? The home, yes. and I'm like, yeah, because many families, they were obviously there for you. Yeah, pretty obvious. They didn't, they didn't give a fuck about the show. They didn't want to be there. Exactly. They literally, I think yeah. that's a huge show yeah. of like we love our son even if this is not what we want to do and i i literally fell in love with your family uh, i was like i want to be around these people i want to meet this guy i want to be friends with him <laughs> <laughs> i think the universe brought us together because it was so loving it was so nice and you were so brave yeah thank you i really do appreciate that <laughs> and I, I i'm so happy you know what got my mom and dad to finally go on tv we were the last family to go on TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. the only reason why is because Josh's parents and family went on. Josh's grandmother was an icon, and that relationship was the only reason why you liked Josh Flagg at the time. Um, so it was like a huge part of getting to know who's really behind that person that yeah. you're that, that they want you to see. But listen, I'm telling you, if I would have done a TV show, my family... But this, we love you, but there is no way in hell I'm going to be on TV. Marge too, right? Marge is saying the same thing. My mom would not even yeah. take a picture. Like whatever we would do, she would never even be near a set. So when That's I see family... That was where true love came yes. in because they were yes. not going to do it. I said, mom and dad, you guys are going to leave me out here to dry like <laughs> I have no family. And everybody what? else's family has been on TV <laughs> and you guys are freaking amazing and they need to know this. Yeah. And I, I get more comments. And you can in, call your mom and dad and say, I Yes, will. you are amazing. You are amazing. <laughs> <More> <laughs> they're comments welcome. Are cookies than yeah. anything. Next time that... they're visiting, let's do a cat on the loose with mom and dad. <laughs> that will happen. <laughs> that will not happen. <laughs> so after the polyamorous episode, in real life, when the cameras were gone, you must have had like dozens and dozens of hot guys wanting to date you because you're hot. <laughs> Did you feel like, oh my God, how do I trust people? Who wants yeah. to be with me for me? Who wants to be with me because I'm on this show and I just said all these things for all the wrong reasons? Did you feel like that? I did. I mean, I felt like this, yes, which was also more than that. The pressure was the show constantly, constantly wanted to feed that machine and like, where's your relationship? Who are you dating? So 
Yeah. Like, cameras are only down for three months. It's like, you want me to fall in love and have a boyfriend that's comfortable enough to go on TV, or anyone to go on TV, after I've known them for three months, and all of a sudden expose them to... But some of them were, right? Yeah. Well, Frank, for example, also not on TV. We were together for nine months before he decided to go on TV. We mm-hmm. were the first gay kiss on Bravo. Oh, really? He was so uncomfortable <clears throat> on TV that I was, like, ready to chop his head off I'm like dude you're not acting like Frank <laughs> you're acting like a stiff board like get something like have a like, drink yeah I'm just like relax a little bit so you know people when cameras are there some people just don't act the same way so true I, like I felt our chemistry wasn't there and it, that's frustrating when you're on the other side right yeah yeah um but what happened is when remember that episode where I got thrown into like a bar of 20 guys that were all there to speed date me. Oh my god, yes. What oh happened? Oh my god. Was... That was crazy. So after Frank and I broke up, <laughs> what season was that for people listening if they want to go watch? Was that? I don't Maybe remember. 4 or 5. I okay, think it was so five. guys go check it out. That was a good episode. It was so scary, but yeah. what happened is one of those people you said, "Can you trust?" <laughs> showed up. Took the bus there, fresh off the boat, as I say, moving to L.A. from God knows where in the (laughs) United States of America. He had actually started cheating with Frank, my boyfriend at the time, when I was still in the relationship. That's horrible. I went to Argentina for two weeks and I came back and that's when apparently this guy went over to give him a massage. Karma, karma. kept up. So when I found, that's why Frank and I broke up for cheating. I didn't know who. So this guy comes, gets somehow the universe puts us together, and he gets an invite to the speed dating, and it's me. And he knows very he well knew. what he's doing. He knew, yeah. So out of all 20 dudes, he's the only hot one that I wanted <laughs> to actually talk to. So I, at the end of the night, there's two dudes, and this is one of them. And I'm like, he goes, oh, I have something to tell you. And this is where he wanted his little 15 minutes of freaking fame. So he tells me on camera that he had been sleeping with my boyfriend. What an a-hole. And I go, when? And he goes, in November. I go, you're just a freaking piece of shit. I don't even believe you. I'm like, if you did, tell me what Frank's penis looks like. Because there's something very... <laughs> Particular. Yeah. <laughs> and he did. He told you exactly. <laughs> fucking ripped my microphone off. Like oh, a little poor baby. bitch and ran to the girls' restroom, <laughs> <laughs> locked the door, called my motherfucking ex-boyfriend. Oh my it was God. like, you're fucking dead to me. Good for you. Good for- <laughs> I hope Frank is listening and Madison looks hotter than ever. And it's your loss, loser, karma, He's karma. back several times. And what a horrible, horrible thing to do to someone. I you know, know, seriously. But like, what an asshole to call me. Call, I know, on camera, on so camera. So yeah, people do have very old, bad intentions. They do, yeah, it's tough, right? what I was right? going to say is I trust my gut instinct, not necessarily my lustful eyes. <laughs> no, yeah, that we cannot never ever trust 100%. We make a lot of mistakes, the, the eyes. <laughs> Oh I my yeah. God. <laughs> I, yeah, same, same. Listen, right? don't get me started. But so now, are you dating? I am. You are yeah. like exclusively? Not totally yet. Not totally yet. There's one yet. that is definitely the only one on the official roster. Everybody else is on retainer. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, do you want to tell us his name or anything? No. I will you want to keep it private. You want to keep it private. How long has it been? But, um, How long has it been? We met about a month and a half ago. So, oh, it's wow. still fresh, but I'm moving, Here in Malibu? I'm very slow. Actually, it was in Malibu. Oh, nice. I went to a grand opening of my friend's place and oh my God. he was there. We need to we start We didn't even going... say hi to each other, but we connected in 2019 on Hinge or whatever and moved it to Tinder. And I didn't know that. So when I saw him and he smiled at me when I walked in, I got the chills and the, and the, and like, he winked and smiled and I got my hair stood up. I'm like, oh, that hasn't happened hot. He's hot. in He's so hot. long. Where like you, once you just do that in a room, like how does that happen anyway? Like in a whole room but, of people, you it, get one look well, and you're like, what was that? But the, but that's the delicious thing Not about the lust, dating, but right? It's the real but, deal. but that's the good thing about lust that <laughs> is that that initial attraction yeah. to someone. It's like is that yeah. a pheromone? What is that? It's a combination. <laughs> that's why I don't want to do the fucking dating apps anymore because it's filled with players, losers, liars, and I think it's yeah. so much more fun meeting people organically. Like when the universe just makes it happen when you least expect. That's like you said. You go to an event and you're not even expecting it. All of a sudden, yeah. there's someone there that at the same time wanted to find it's you. So, you know, and you gotta, that's why I shut down all those apps too yeah, because same. like I end up like, spending oh. my time instead of being out in front of people exactly that's i did that for so long especially yeah. because of the podcast i'm like let me see what's out there let me see what's out. and yeah. i kept getting tangled up with this total a-holes players you know yeah now i'm like no i'm done i'm literally gonna go out and about and and uh, we gotta it. we gotta go out and socialize yeah, and happy hour. For sure. yes. when you cross the, the border i cross the border here all the time by the way because i love malibu you can't come to the beach like I'll, i come to the beach with phoenix like our our dogs need to go play there i come to the beach with phoenix like every fucking weekend i love it it's my you dream is to. to have a, a buy one. like why the fuck would you move to la and not go to the beach totally i agree malibu is a dream yeah. i was coming up here I'm like fuck Maj look at this view the ocean it's like insane before I let you go because a lot of people listen to the podcast watch the videos they're not from Malibu they're not from LA they're not from Beverly Hills and they have a million questions about the lifestyle sure so can you help us out a little bit explain because Malibu to me is magical mm -hmm. I think it's the most beautiful I've uh, my dad is French I've been to the south of France blah blah, blah. I don't care everything is fabulous To me, Malibu is like the most beautiful, chill place in the universe. And I think you kind of agree a little bit because you're in uh, Malibu a million percent, yeah, right? Yeah. So how is life here? How is living here full time? It's, I mean, I absolutely adore the lifestyle here. And you, you either are drawn to it or you're not. Yeah. But like, it's because you're on the fringe of L.A., You have the thrill and all of the fun and the amazing food. And Malibu still has its major yes. vibe going on. I mean, this has been a celebrity hotspot. It's got, you know, its tendrils and everything. Yeah. Um, this is where people live and come and escape to have a good time or to, like, rebirth or refresh. So if you permanently live here, it's... I mean, some of the most beautiful children, if you go to the farmer's market, you're like, what are these kids eating? <laughs> what are they drinking? What is in the sand and the water? Because their hair, their skin, and everything is just Everybody's like, happy. Flawless and happy. <laughs> But we literally, most of the restaurants, like, I farm my own, I have my own chickens and rooster. Oh my God, I love I that. When you post eggs. on your Instagram, I laugh. I'm like, this <laughs> is the that? cutest thing in the world. I'm obsessed with them. <laughs> 
You don't have to ever go into town if you don't want to. Yeah, fuck town. <laughs> fuck your little line. Your you, little bring, little... you bring your, your friends here. You cook. You, you can you have, have everything from your own backyard. We yeah. have our own vineyards here. Amazing. Like, we don't have all the discos, the nightclubs, but that's not what Malibu is for. Yeah, I'm we not into that. Parties, anyways, we have dinner parties. We have housewarmings. We yeah. have get-togethers. We have, yeah. like... A lot of that. And you know, it's funny because a lot of people from Beverly Hills, they're like, oh, it's shitty during the winter time. I don't like it. I don't... I actually love yeah. Malibu after the summer season when there's no tourists. It's so... Ch- even more chill and than normal. And this weather. I know. It's like, it's uh, like 80 degrees yeah. today and it's October And then 20, we get like 21st. two weeks of fall and then the Santa yeah. Ana winds yeah. come and it's blistering high and it's gorgeous and the sunsets are amazing. Yeah, so... If people want to buy here, obviously, yeah. that's your business. You sell luxury real estate in Malibu, right? Call me if you're gay, straight, <laughs> or polyamorous. I got you. <laughs> and I love you have the truck, the Malibu Life. Yeah. You have like a vintage... <laughs> My 60s is it Chevy? Chevy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a picture. You have like the coolest... So <laughs> I, I, I hope you drive that down. I around do. Around. I do. Only so if I have time to break down do I drive that <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite restaurant? Do you have a favorite spot? I have a mortgage payment at Nobu. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? That Jesus, is, that uh, place is like... Malibu, like local watering oh hole, God. which is actually the first restaurant was out of Montecito, um, is Lucky's. Oh, so I haven't been to Lucky's in forever. You know, it's still Mons, there? Yeah, it's delish. It's, it's great. Lucky's. It's where the old Mr. Charles was. Oh, yeah, which yeah. Which didn't do well here. Yeah. Yeah. Anything um, else? Any sushi place? Buoy sushi is fantastic. I've never been there. Bui and I sushi. love the hole in the wall Thai chalada when you drive in. It's a beach shack. Mm-hmm. Literally, you go use the restroom before you get there. It's always not a good sign in the kitchen, but <laughs> the food, I swear to God, is as fresh as it gets. <laughs> Those are the best, Chal- right? It is. <laughs> Thai chalada. Um, oh my god awesome and yeah there's john's garden sandwiches in the cross creek uh area where oh that i go all the time the i, lo- I love perfect. that, that yeah. i love that place madison okay so when are you going back to the show <laughs> <laughs> I have they been. did not replace you very well that's all i'm gonna say i'm not gonna name name and by the way i do love josh flag i just got hurt by him wanting me to pay him to be on the show but i don't want to say anything bad about him but the other people that they put after you i was like oh i want to fall asleep I, they're off now those, those exactly guys. you know what i'm talking uh, about but are they inviting you, you back see the budget that uh like their back screens now what is going on no i i got somehow i think it was on one of the airplanes and the new season and like, what happened? You know how it used to be a fabulous house or a background of, like, a yeah. pool or whatever? It's I literally watched looks it. like a uh, NyQuil ad. Like, a DayQuil and NyQuil background. <laughs> the orange and the purple or the green. I, I'm going to watch it, I swear to God. It's a neon watch. background. And oh, it's like, really? What? I don't know. Yeah. So I, I have to happening. I have to love the person because right. I rarely watch TV. Yeah. I have to Our love time is the so valuable. Per- exactly. I need to feel the energy. Yeah. Like I felt like I told Tracy to me was the same. I'm like, okay, this chick kicks ass. She does. She is not gonna be intimidated by these dudes. Right. She doesn't give up. She's like up to par with them. And yeah. that's what I love about her. She came in like that yeah. and didn't need to prove herself. Exactly. Or act desperate. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. She doesn't. She doesn't need and anything. I that. And you obviously you were like I love that you made fun of the situation and the angrier and angrier people got you were like whatever i wasn't <laughs> I even it. here for that i'm like yeah. guys i'm here to help 
the 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 people who struggle with sexuality at the end of the day. You like, did a that great job, by the way. That, that you did mission. a fantastic job. Congratulations. And that's ultimately to circle it all back. That's why yeah. I left the show because yeah. I did my service, and then it just became about fighting and drama. Yeah, that's and not like, good, that's right? That's not what I'm here for anymore. I like I, I did my story. I told it. I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. See you later. We should start a whole new show. We should start the Malibu Live. Show. Uh, I would. I listen. I would feature the Malibu <laughs> Live all day long. Uh, I just don't totally. know if it's enough drama and sizzle. Uh, I, you know is. what I think? Exactly. <laughs> I think you can show like drama, quote unquote, so much more positive drama. Like yeah. you said, the dating, the sex, I the places. Tried that. But people like be the negativity. Like we say, even the housewives and putting each other down and like yeah, calling each other. I'm like. Toxic. I'm exactly. I'm like I'm out of. The, I don't want to see women destroying each other like that. What they did to Denise. Don't even get me started because I'm like, love, 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 and adore her. I love her. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing, that girl? You don't need this shit. And they were they were so jealous of her. I agree with her because yeah. she was the only real actor. I know. And they were doing everything to they could to. And I'm like, yeah. whoa, what the fuck? I don't want to watch this anymore. It's crazy how it yeah. is. And it's like, I think Bravo got its head twisted where they thought their audience wanted this negativity and toxicity. And yeah, on no. my fan base and the stuff I was getting from everyone and people that, why you have me on your show is because yeah. there is good out there and they want oh, yes. good and they want nice and they For want sure. fun and jovial. But yeah. Bravo wouldn't give me that. Like, the more I tried to do that, the more... Yeah, well... Poison. Note to Bravo, we need to, like, twist things around and, and, and bring the or fun. Or just get a new network. Yeah. I don't need Bravo. Yeah, any network, yeah. <laughs> We're going to pitch a Malibu Live show. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. It was such an honor. So nice Beautiful, gorgeous house. Thank you for Thank letting you. us do it on camera, having us here. You're incredible. Wow. And you're Obrigado. welcome back anytime. <laughs> and thank you for the... Um, Topo Chico. Topo Chico. I, I, never heard, I, ne I never had it before. Free advertisement for Topo Chico. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome, Topo it's really good. Maj, the my bestie, thank you so much for coming ah, me. She's amazing. She owns one of the top luxury concierge companies in the world called Privé Allee. And by the way, I really feel your business have a lot of synergy. We we because she has tons yeah. of clients that want houses in Malibu. She rents out a lot. So I definitely yeah, think it all. And she literally came being like a best friend because my assistant call, called in sick this morning. My dogs are all total chaos. But I'm like, I got to go and do this because I was dying to meet you. Oh, and so you're happy. incredible. Thank and your energy you. is you. real. It's real. Just like you are on the show. And I love it. And your yeah. smile oh. lights up a room. Like your, I loved your energy on the show. Oh. I really watched yeah, you never do. Yeah. I never do. So, but yeah. I like your energy. I mean, yeah. you know, like you were not going to survive in that show. Right. You, <laughs> you need something. Yeah. Let's show so our I'm parties. Like, I'm the same way. I don't like drama. Yeah, she's the same. Yeah. We're like, let's show our parties and our friends and our dinner and fun shit. Yeah, you know? yeah, and like a little philanthropy here and there. Yeah, you know? that'll be nice, right? Mm -hmm. Especially now, what's going on in the world? Right. You're amazing. If you let's go back to TV before we do the Malibu, like, please let me know because I'd love to. Have it. And now we're friends, so yeah. we're gonna hang out. Yes. Madison, thank, thank you so you. much for doing Cat on the Loose. And guys, don't forget follow him on Insta because you do really fun posts, not just about real estate, but you show a lot about the Malibu life. Yeah, I really don't do as much on real estate as normal that people would think I really just actually do what I feel like posting and being me. I love I, the I chickens yeah. and well, it's, Guys, it's your name right? you're gonna have to yeah. my chickens. You got it. The my chickens rooster, are freaking adorable. And then I have Bam Bam Pebbles, Salty <laughs> Nuts. <laughs> 
Yeah, we'll yeah, do a bit of the chicken. You have to go barefoot, though. Your Insta, your, Insta is, your Insta is Madison Hildebrand. Your name, no, right? No, at Madison Malibu. At Madison Malibu. Yep. Okay, sorry. There you go. At Madison Malibu. I'm going to put all My the Twitter links on Twitter and Instagram, Madison Malibu and yeah. MalibuLife.com. And, and it's fun like hell. You guys are going to love it. Thank you. It was a huge <laughs> honor. Thank Stay you. safe out there. I'll see you guys soon.